Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Tonight, we're answering your questions. A listener doesn't know how to tell her partner what she wants in bed. Another has trouble orgasming with her guy and also troubles with oral sex. What if you just don't like receiving it? All this and more on Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone. It's my weekly Sibian update. We're getting to know each other a lot better now, and I just want to tell you about our experiences. In fact, I'll be naming it in a couple weeks. That's how close we're getting. And if you check out my Instagram Sex with Emily, I've got some funny stories about it on there. But you might think you know all about the Sibian, or you might not have any idea what I'm talking about. But forget what what you've ever heard about the Sibian, because it's so different from any other sex product you've seen before. It's not even, it's not a sex toy. Basically, the Sibian is a full-on sexual experience, and it's one that you can enjoy solo or share it with a partner. It's the only sex product that has a unique mountable design. You know, you can, like, mount it like simulating cowgirl position, like when you're on woman on top. Also, the cool thing about the Sibian is that each woman has the power to customize their own experience on it. So every time you use it or I use it, you can make it work for you. So I've been having orgasms I didn't even know existed. And you know that this is like my job. And the fact that this Sibian has been able to provide me with experiences that I can have on the Sibian and then translate to my partner when I'm having sex is mind-blowing. So the thing about the Sibian is that it has 11 different attachments, by the way, that you can buy along with it. There's like one that's like a penis, and there's ones for your clitoris. There's even one shaped like a finger, whatever you're into. Also, women who have trouble reaching orgasm during intercourse, and I know there's a lot of you out there because I think you email me every day, the Sibian could be that secret to unlocking your orgasmic potential. Repeated rides on the Sibian train your body to orgasm, making it easier to experience multiple orgasms and increase sexual response with your partner. Like I said, you learn something, you transfer to sex with your partner. And because of the design of the Sibian, which is really unique, once you learn to orgasm with it, like I said, you transfer that to your partner. It's just, it's just really, or you can just use it alone, even if you don't have a partner. This is what I'm saying. It's a multi-use product. Oh, and it's so hot for your partner to watch you play with it, even if he doesn't you actually get on it with you or she, they can just watch you and it's like foreplay. It's hot. So here's a testimonial from the Sibian website that says it all. My husband and I have been married for 17 years. I always thought our sex life was okay, but I didn't get too excited about it. My first time on the Sibian, I can hardly describe the feeling I had when my body just exploded. It was just unreal what happened to me. I soon realized at the age of 38 with Sibian, I had my first orgasm ever. I've now started having orgasms while making love to my husband. I have Sibian to thanks. Thank you, Shelly from Texas. So to check out what other customers have to say and to order your own life-changing Sibian today, visit Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com. Oh, use code EMILY75 and you get $75 off your first order. That's Sibian.com. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can check out the website, obviously, 
sign up for our mailing list because we've got lots of exciting things coming up to tell you and just we post every day blogs videos all these things that you love about the show you can also find on the site if you want to read you want to watch all that stuff and i'm here with anderson welcome back my love hey um how so are good you? to see you good to see you how was your trip ciao ciao it was good <laughs> it was fantastic Anderson was in a Europe adventure, European adventure. Never been to Europe before, so I got a lot done. Wow, you did. Your pictures were amazing. Saw Check them out on Instagram. Churches, old cobblestone. Enough with the cobblestone already. Right. Can we just pave some of these streets? It's I hard get in it. stilettos, it's, I'll tell you that. Oh, it's hard skateboarding, too. It's difficult. Yeah. yeah, it is. But it sounds like you had a good trip. I had a great trip, yeah. Um, I really was so thrilled to have Stanley the dog Yeah, for two you weeks. had my dog for two and a half weeks. And I know that two you were, weeks. You were uh, contemplating... Napping him, yes, stealing him, I was gonna dog making him your own. And I think you were about 80% kidding. 80% kidding. Yeah, maybe 80% kidding. That's generous. Um, no, I really, <laughs> I, I love your dog. Like, Stanley, if you check out my Instagram, <laughs> I posted, like, those people who only post their dog, I'm like, ugh. But I didn't do it to a few right. posts. And we also put them in some hilarious videos we did. But no, your dog is, is a special, I was going to say a special human, a special <laughs> dog. He's so loving and sweet. And he's an older dog. He's a chihuahua. How do you? Right? Chihuahua, like uh, mix. mix, yeah, he's Rescue. like a terrier chihuahua. Mix. And I really just kind of became obsessed with him. I took him everywhere I went. We walked, we hiked. I, I, I spooned him. Don't say he's an older dog. I don't like that. He is. Oh, he acts like a puppy a lot. He though. acts like a puppy. And he's a rescue, and he's the sweetest little pup that I literally spooned him at night, which, yeah, not tell that doesn't bother you. No, but do you sleep with him? I do, but my wife steals them, so she usually oh, she hugs him too. And then, yeah, she she goes to work, and I wake up and I get them. But we have three dogs, so they're all in the bed. See, that's why I thought you wouldn't care giving them to me because you have three. No, I, I would absolutely care because he's my dog. He's, he's my. I know, the other but we two. really And then the it. wife came. She came in with her own dog. And then the two of us got a dog together. Right, go with that so dog. So Stanley's my dog. Okay, but I love him. But then you know what the sad thing is? So I just Stanley's gave him back to boy. you. I gave him back yesterday. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was yeah. like, oh, where's Stanley? Stanley and withdrawal. I, I, I have Stanley withdrawal. Like, I'm, anyway, thank you. I have you. a tattoo of his fucking paw on my, on my arm. That's his paw? Yeah. I, that's I, how, he's my dog. I get it. And you You're know what? Everyone it. loves their dog. and it, But I... I hear multiple people say that Stanley is a little Special different. Dog. Stanley's a little bit different. He's, I, he's a little different. Yeah. And everywhere I took him, people were just like, oh my God, this dog's so sweet. Like, so uh, I took it in the November, you know, November, the mustache. Mm-hmm. I saw the picture. Yeah. They, they loved him. They were, he's you running could, around. You could call him a service dog and I don't think anyone really asked twice. I didn't even you know? have to use the service thing. People wouldn't even think like, they this just, isn't a just, service dog, like, is he it? He could just be here and play. So thank you for that. That changed my life. Good thing. You should um, go out and rescue a dog now. I did once, but I want to no, rescue Stanley and get an older dog. Um, the other thing that's really exciting is that I did text you this when you were away, but our 10-year anniversary show at the Hollywood Improv is happening December 6th at 7.30 at the Hollywood Improv. Doors open at 7. And, okay, I've never done a live event. I've, I've taught workshops. What in the world are you talking 10 about? 10 years. Yeah, you're a, a live keynote show. Speaker at all these massive Never sex things. only live. Okay. 10 years. And so it's really been kind of nostalgic. Going like a de- and someone wrote like a decade. And I was like, oh my God, it's a decade. Like that's a lot. Yeah, and I've been doing this. A decade. Yeah. I've got, I know. But when they said it as a decade, it just seemed longer. But the point is that I'm doing a live show and I'm really, and also I'm not a big person with parties. Like I only have birthday parties. So I'm like, what if no one shows up? Oh uh, yeah. I got, so I'm, I I'm with you. I'm with you. But like, I hope that all my fans, you guys will show up. I'm giving you time now. I'm giving you enough time to come. If you need to come to LA, I mean, if you want to come to LA, please come. We're going to have Anderson will be there. Menace will be there. Dr. Drew will be there on stage. We'll have lots of fun things happening that night. Special treats planned for you. Um, it's a live show. Also some retrospective, but I want to hear from you guys. 
what is your favorite memory? So all my listeners, like, what was your favorite sex with Emily moment over the last 10 years? Even if you've been listening for a few months, just what was a moment, a sex tip, a guest, someone that you, something that you love? Just let me know because we're putting together a reel. I just want to hear from you. Okay? So email me feedback at sexwithemily.com and then tickets you can buy on the website. I think we'll have a link there. Or you go to Hollywood Improv. How does that You work? should probably have a link on your website. I think there's a link there. I think you should have one, yeah. Yeah. So you'll have on. one by the time this posts, all right? Totes. Go to sexwithemily.com and you'll see a link and it'll take you right there. Absolutely. It. So come do that, people. What, what do you think it's cost? Oh, so thank you. $15 uh-huh. pre-sale, $20 at the door. And then there'll be like a $2.50 cover charge. Just to let you guys know, they, they do like a little processing thing over there at the Okay, Improv. but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's totally worth oh, it. Oh, and also, yeah, it says go to sexlending.com and click the event event flyer. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> the Hollywood Improv is like, uh, it's a legendary place. It is a legendary place. In front place. of the bricked wall on the stage up there at Hollywood it's... Improv. So, I mean, you get to see Emily and you get to see like a, uh, if you've never had an excuse to go see the Hollywood Improv, now I mean, everyone who you could ever think of that's a great comedian has pretty much gone through that in the last 30 years. Right. You come there, like, exactly. We'll have some drinks before. It's like a party. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have parties. We're going to have food. Good it's going to be a good time. And Mike, Mike like, Carano yeah. will be there. Mike Carano will be there. Um, Drew, Mike Catherwood will be there. Who uh, else is coming? Yeah. So then it's like um, people, yeah, it's true. You come here, you see the Hollywood sign, you go to the Hollywood Improv. That's all you got to do. So I will see you there. And um, yeah, also, um, Sibian, we're doing the giveaway. Con- we're do- giving one away. And the first tier of the contest was people had to name it. You said we're Sibian, we're Kant, and then it sounded like you said the other word because oh. you stopped yourself before you said contest. So I, I said, I just yeah. cut myself off. I make up words. Yeah. But check out also, check out my Instagram because we have 10 semifinalists. We had the submit names. It's going on. It's a whole process. You can tell me? Um, not right now. Damn it. You got to check out the Instagram. It's Are they a funny all men's video. names? Uh, some. They're really Please good. Please tell me Stanley's not one of the names. Well, I'm, well, I voted for Stanley. No! I'm sorry. I don't it's want to say Stanley. Dude, I'm sorry. Do not ride my dog. I don't want to ride your dog. Um, No, I won't. Okay, so that's the deal. I'm excited. We're going to have t-shirts. So for years, I've been talking about these sex me t-shirts I want to make. We're going to be selling them. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. So I hope to see you all there because whenever I meet listeners of the show, people are like, oh, wow, how are you? I'm, I'm so happy. Like, it mm-hmm. makes my life to meet you all in person. And we'll have a good time. And I'll hang out. I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't talk. Like, we're going to hang. We're going to have drinks. And it'll be fine. You should totally big time everybody. Just go out the back door, leaving a limo. So not like that. Yeah, I'm always totally like, you that. listen. Whenever I meet a listener, how do you know about it? Right. Because we're like in this box. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know people listen. You, you forget that people listen. Yeah, you're right. Like You do the show and the microphones. You forget that there's an audience out there at all sometimes, which actually, you know what, makes it for a good show, I think. People that are always thinking about the audience, I don't think those are very good shows. Right. I've, I've I never, I mean, I think about I you like all, them. but I'm just, like, I'm just sitting here talking to you. Right. Because then I'd be freaked out. Like, oh my God, a million people are listening. Now I'm thinking about all the people listening. I'm freaking out, Emily. Freaking out. Don't I'm do turning that my, to me, I'm turn my I'm mic off. I'm trying to be focused. You're on your own. Okay, sex in the news is because uh, it's your favorite thing. We're going to start there. Sweet. A doctor claims that blowjobs are good for women's health and even help fight depression. What? Some Probably male doctors. Male doctors. Yeah. Exactly. According to recent research, research carried out by the State University of New York, oral sex is said to be healthy. Feel good remedy. It's said to be a healthy, feel good remedy. Scientists, they use that word to mm-hmm. make it seem legit, mm-hmm. have discovered that there are mood improving chemicals in male semen, which can be very beneficial for women's health. Wait, wait, wait. According where, to female semen. Where, where, where is this study coming from? High uh, Times? State University of New York. Mm. The sex lives of 300 women were examined, and it looks as though those that ventured south sleep better, have having better moods, and generally worry less. 
Maybe those are just like carefree with ladies. Maybe their to begin partner's with. just really happy. Maybe to begin with, they're just like happy, and that's why they're throwing out the BJs left or right. You know, it's seriously, what's the control factor here? Yeah. We don't know. Um, things such as uh, spermatozoa, estrone, and oxytos- oxytocin mm-hmm. all help increase mood to positive levels. Melatonin, serotonin workers, antidepressants, too. How many freaking blowjobs oh, do you have to get to get no. like a dose of Pozac? But still, uh, semen, though, there's benefits, too. Are they going to start prescribing like semen tablets? Yeah, you're going to go to your psychiatrist like, doctor, I've got a bed, I can't eat, I'm so depressed. He'll be like, just give your husband some more blowjobs. Here's some semen to get you started. Do some shots of semen. I don't have a husband. He'll be like, I'll take care of that. Oh, Oh, that was so hacky. That's so wrong. Okay, so women who are regularly exposed to semen, I wonder if you're just exposed to it, like, well, there's some (laughs) semen on the wall, um, are also found to perform much better at work (laughs) and at home, specifically with tests which need a lot of concentration and cognition. So forget Adderall. Mm -hmm. Forget every drug you've ever taken. Just swallow a lot of semen. Uh, Weirdly, a woman's body can also tell the different... Okay. This is, this is evolutionary speaking, too, though, that a woman's body can tell different semen than the brand they're used to. What? Are we talking about races here? No, we're talking about like your, like your husband's or your boyfriend's semen, are... you can tell, which is strange. Women are less likely to get pregnant with new semen, so it pays to stick with one man if you're trying for baby. This is obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, it's not just oral sex. They say penetrative sex helps mood elevation and has health benefits, so there you go. Wait, sex makes you feel better? That's shocking. And research carried out, I'm saying this is like a duh, hashtag duh, but research carried out by the Kinsey Institute recently shown that cunnilingus is good for both the giver and the receiver. Oh, so buddy. we're not leaving blowjobs out of this. We're not just talking about blowjobs. Yeah, we're, we're talking about cunnilingus. We're bringing in the Whatever. Whatever are going to be women's like, should I give him blowjobs? Should I not? Oh, maybe I'll have a spike in serotonin. And then she goes down and I'm happy. I'm happy if people are getting oral sex all around. Mm-hmm. So even if you got to make up a study, which I did not make up. Right. Mm-hmm. They should not make it up. As I've she... never heard of this University of New York State Penitentiary. No, but... <laughs> exactly. It was the people in the penitentiary. <laughs> they were swelling to their semen. It's a very inclusive study. Oh, that'd be, you know what? If they do start subscribing, prescribing, subscribing, prescribing medication uh, in the form of semen tablets, I would think a peten- penitentiary would be a pretty good place to, uh, to get their samples. That sounds really, really dark. Yeah. You could like start farming it out. I don't want to talk about Make this. more money for the state. No? Okay, I'm sorry. No, they do everything else. They use everything else to make right. money. They They're making license make plates. Make license plates make and then beat off in this thing. Yeah, I'm kind of grossed out though right now. <laughs> um, like a ding dong, you'll get like fresh fruit delivered every week, like organic vegetables, and here's like my fresh semen from the penitentiary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it has a little prisoner number on it so you can track it. Oh, that's dark. Okay, so, um, <laughs> God, but you know what? I, I, I'm surprised at the... I'm not surprised. It'd be hard to do because they do have sperm banks. But what if it really was shown to be just as popular as antidepressants to swallow semen? But no, but it has to be your brand of semen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but maybe you can go down to like your local store and like say, "I like some redheaded semen, please." <sighs> okay, let's talk about Ashley Madison because the story that will never, never. Is it still going on, dude? Well, here's the thing. So here's the update. They, you know, Ashley Madison mm-hmm. attracted male customers with the claim that 30 percent of uh, or 5.5 million of its profiles belonged to women. Right. They proved this was a lie. Uh, in reality, it was as few as 12,000 real women <laughs> may have been active. Okay? That's a huge gap. It's a pretty big drop, huh? And otherwise, so there's now a class action suit that's just hit Ashley Madison parent company, um, Avid Life Media. And this guy, David Poyet, is suing for $5 million in damages, claiming the site went to extreme measures to fraudulently lure in and profit from customers. They created 70,000 female bots mm-hmm. that would answer these were emails. Hot, were they, were they hot? hot bots? Yeah. I hope so. I hope that at least they were hot. He said there was an army of fembots. In other words, the site purposely induced members right. to engage them by with fake profiles, with the initial communication, and it directly caused members to incur costs while believing it was a 
actual person communicating, which we've all heard about this, but now there's a case against Don't it. Don't these people kind of deserve to be lied to, though? Not well, even because they're cheating, the but just because they're dumb. You know what I mean? I know. Like, like how could you really believe that there's 12 million- And can't they just cheat like everyone else on Facebook? Active- Or Instagram? Cheating women on there. I know. It's crazy. Well, that you know what? Ashley Madison- put so much money into advertising they yep. were on Howard Stern. I mean, mm-hmm. they were on every show on the planet and guys, they made it really legit. It's all about marketing. Right. Who's going to be next? There's got to be another one coming up now. Who's going to be a little more a little more legit? Um, You know what's funny? Oh, I, am. What? There you go. There's a new business for you. Oh, I have time for another business. Yeah, it's true. I was actually on the Huffington Post Live the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, they do this just live Skype thing, and it was uh, about Thrinder, the threesome app. Oh. Which got bad reviews at the beginning, but now it just got funding for like half a million dollars. What were the bad reviews? Like only two people were right, involved in this Right, because it was a new app, but now apparently it's going to be, they've got funding, it's going to be more, and it was interesting because I was on the, you can watch the link, I, I don't know if I posted it, but it's on Huffington Post Live. The founder of Thrinder, he's like in Germany, and he said he started it because his girlfriend wanted a threesome and they couldn't find anyone, and then it, like it's really organic process and there's you know i guess it's getting if you want to have a threesome people email me all the time check it out i'm not i'm not gonna vouch for it but apparently it's you know on the up and up super aids is on its way use protection everybody okay oh speaking of cheating dude you said what's next oh wait that class action though for for we'll come right back to that that class action that's gonna be that they should have nothing to worry about i would think if i'm ashley madison why i, I wouldn't sign up for that class action if i was on ashley madison I don't want to make my name even more public well, maybe again. Maybe their, their partners have already left them. And they got nothing to lose Yeah, now. they're like, ah, might as yeah. well get some money from it. Um, but speaking of what's going to replace it, yeah. ha- almost half of all Tinder users are already in relationships, which there's been some mumblings about this in recent months. But now um, we already knew that Tinder has, among all of its awesome people looking for love, its fair share of total losers seeking to cheat. But we naively thought that the adulterous ones were few and far between. But check this. Mm. Unfortunately, we were wrong. A new online study pulled 47,000 Internet users mm-hmm. ages 16 to 64 and discovered that of the 621 who had been on Tinder in the last month, 30 percent are married and another 12 percent are in a relationship. And 12 million are women. While the company has not specific, uh, specifically confirmed or denied the marital status statistics, it did offer an innocent explanation why so many of the site's users may already be taken. Tinder is a social network. There are many cases for it, not just dating. People are using it to make new friends, to network, and they use it when they travel to meet people in the area. Yeah, I'm a single man. On a, I mean, I'm a married guy on a business trip, but I just like to have dinner with a nice woman. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't say I'm looking companion. for a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. So... Uh, sounds like an excuse someone would give their partner for cheating. Oh, I just wanted to make friends and have a dinner with someone. I'm looking for a nice man to have a platonic dinner with. Uh, honey, that's all I was doing. Yeah. That's really, I mean, and everyone's on Tinder. And everyone calls it like a blowjob dispensary. Now it's like a cheating dispensary, apparently. Uh, the, I have such mixed emotions when I hear these stories. I know. Man. I mean, how do you not recognize someone as well? Like, you're like oh, isn't that Susie's husband? Well, Bob? because like you live in L.A., you... Could go your entire like year without seeing the same person twice. No, that's true. And if you're in another city, what yeah. are the chances? And I think most people probably use this when they go out of town. Yeah, like I know all when I was in Prague, I was. I mean, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, it's pretty bad. And it also oh, here's another thing. The representatives say that you know there's a lot of um, <laughs> success stories as well. Uh huh. Yeah. And they talk about their success. They made more than six billion matches globally. Mm-hmm. 
and they get hundreds of success stories. Careful with your six billion matches there, guys, because uh, look what happened to Ashley Madison with their inflated numbers. Too, but people are cheating. But here's the thing: people are cheating probably locally. I hear that they are locally as well. So that's well, then they start like when they're out of town, and then they start getting you know a little bit more risky and more risky and more. more I think that's when a lot of the cheating happens. Yeah. I do. I know that. Does it count if you're overseas? It does count, does but count I think certain people think that it doesn't. If you got your passport in hand, you, you need your passport. If to get you pay something. for it, does it count? Yeah, it all counts. Oh, it all counts. Okay. It all counts. I would say people just just maybe go into marriage counseling or something. I love that Tinder though has the the balls, the temerity to suggest that hey, people are using this for other things. They're just you know they want dinner. Sex. They don't yeah. want to have coffee alone. Yeah, so stupid. Um, okay, so everyone, just be careful with this. And if you're thinking that you want to cheat, I get it. It's risky. It's exciting. It's the thrill. But you love your partner. You're with them. And if if you don't love your partner anymore and you don't want to have sex with them, either you have two choices. Decide to stick with them and work on it, however that whatever that means to you. Talk to them about your sex life or you leave them. Mm-hmm. And then you don't cheat. Okay? Unless love you have that. kids and maybe uh, work on it a little harder. Yeah. If you have kids, definitely work on it harder. Cheating is not going to save your relationship. Okay. Do you want another sex in the news, or should we get an email? If you got another good sex in the news, I don't know why you want it. Were those not? But those. Those are great. Okay. This one is not about cheating, actually. This one is for the people who are cheating and they want to know how they can get their partners to have more sex with them. Couples who share who are not cheating. Yeah. If you're not cheating yet, but you're thinking about it. Right. Couples who share chores may have better sex and have sex more often. Now we've been hearing this for years. There's always studies that come out that guys who do housework are found more attractive by their partners. Blah blah blah. But. A new study from University of Alberta found that male-female couples had better and more frequent sex when men chipped in with the chores. The findings revealed that when a man felt he was making fair contributions to household chores, the couple had more sex and each partner reported more sexual satisfaction. And it's not just because the men, the women, like, want to see their husband there pushing a swifter or they think it's hot. Right. It's more that he, they feel they that he's sharing hot. the responsibilities. Not swifter. Maybe they don't hammer. think it's hot. They, it's manipulation. My wife does it all the time. What? You look so hot when you're doing the laundry. I know you don't think I look hot. You just like me doing it instead of you. No, but here's the thing. It enhances it because that it seems it's about respect. Because Uh when the housework, if a woman feels or a man feels that their partner is not sharing, pulling their own weight, they feel disrespected. So it's a way of showing respect and it's a way of showing that you're both in it together. We all live really busy lives. So... um, Says completing housework may or not be enjoyable, but knowing that a partner is pulling his weight prevents anger or and bitterness weight. or her weight, creating more fertile ground in which a satisfying sexual encounter may occur. Because mm. the truth is that ambigu- uh, ambiguity, ambiguity in division of household responsibilities between working couples often results in ongoing negotiations, uh, resentment, and tension. What? And when you resent your partner and you have tension, yes. It builds and builds and builds, and right. then you don't know how to diffuse it because it's built, and you don't even remember that's because they don't take the trash out. You don't even know why you're pissed right. anymore. You're just so pissed. This but is why I hear you going towards like having a list on the fridge where like you figure out who does what you chores. Think it's like a chore no, no, no. wheel. Let's not do that. No, that's it's that's not awful. like a chore wheel. Okay. They had it at summer camp. I thought that because you were talking about sweeps the cabin how ambiguous today. it is and who does what and like keeping track. All right, all right. I wasn't saying that. Okay, good. Maybe I I'm was just. Saying I, that... I got jet lag. Em, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm very okay, tired. okay. This is a disclaimer. Anderson has jet lag and and, and yes. he's not responsible for anything he says tonight. Nothing. Um, I'm gonna start so, yelling the n word now. So basically, the number. I see. Basically, like I should ring the basically bell. Don't. I will. Not that but show. The newer findings reinforce the importance of sharing the mundane parts of life in order to share the exceptional ones. So rather than avoiding chores in the hopes mm-hmm. of having more sex, just do more chores. Makes sense. Especially if that chore is taking your pants off. 
Exactly. And then she swallows her semen, and uh-huh. then she's not depressed and then she's anymore. in a happy mood. Dude, they all work together. This is up in Alberta, too, so there's a lot of, lot more chores with the old snow uh, banks. Exactly. And, uh, You're so lucky yeah. to deal with that. Like, growing up in Michigan, it was mm-hmm. like, I've got to go. We had a freaking shovel I spent snow. a lot of time in Canada. You did? My mom's from Canada. I used to go back every summer. Exactly. Every summer I go to exactly. did you deep ever, Ontario. Do you know what I had to do through college in Michigan? That I would come out of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Scrape know, your windshield? I have to, but no, there were times where I couldn't even find my car because uh-huh. there was 15 inches of snow on it. <laughs> and then finally I would find it and then you'd have to chip away yeah. and you'd always an ice pick in the car. And like, the, the, There's been like ass. maybe a dozen, because I'm born and raised in California, Southern California. There's maybe a dozen times in my life I've come out to my car like on my way to, this is back when I was going to high school and I had to get up early and my window was like, you know, kind of frozen over. It was annoying. Fur- furious. Furious. Maybe 12 times in my life. Okay. I go inside, I don't even know what to do. I'm getting like hot water and pouring it. And it's... Yeah, you know what to do. <laughs> so I had to deal with this every single day of my life when I started driving at 16 yeah. in Michigan. That's why I'm in California. We have other things tough, to do with. It's nails bitch too. I am a tough bitch. Yeah. Here it rains and everyone like freaks out. Mm-hmm. Makes me crazy. You I... freak out. I've seen you freak out in the rain, all right? Everyone freaks out in the rain. No, I don't out in the rain. I'm I can drive upset. in the rain. Dude, you should see me. I can do donuts in the snow. I'm awesome. <laughs> I want to see you do donuts in I'm the snow. I'm a killer snow. driver. I really am. What kind of car did you drive back then? Oh, God. Picking like an Impala or You're going to laugh so hard. A Nova? No, it was the worst car. A Duster. Well, my first car was a Pontiac Sunbird, but it was like a really, like not even like a Sunbird. Like a white one? Uh, no, no, no. Like an ugly Pontiac. Not even a Sunbird. A Pontiac. It was two-toned. Okay. It was really ugly. But then the next car I had, which I had for eight years, was a Geo Prism. Do you remember Geo Prism? boxy. It was made by Pontiac, and it was made by, oh God, Honda, I guess. So uh-huh. it was like a mixture. So Because we lived in Michigan. So my dad wanted me to buy American. My mom wanted me to buy foreign. I wanted a foreign car. Anyway, Geo Prism, I drove that car to California, to San Francisco, mm-hmm. when I was 21, when I graduated from, co- from college. I didn't know anybody. Got my car, drove out. So it's such a bad car. Like, it's this little dinky car. It was red. And when I got there, I had it for six more years. And I had, like, high-powered jobs working for the mayor. And my friend one day said, doesn't – I thought just rental car agencies had geos. Like, yeah. is that even a thing? Right. So that was my car. <laughs> and um, when I got there, I still had all the snow stuff in it, like the scrapers. I mean, I had it forever. I mean, right. I had it for, like, 10 years. So that's the car I drove. Did you ever get rid of that stuff, or did that stuff go with the car? I think I sold it with the car, finally. You drove out here, no friends, no contact. I didn't know anybody. 21- hey, Em. What? What were you running from? That's what my brother says. What were, what were you running He's from? He's like, man? you ran away. Yeah. I just didn't want to live in Michigan with the snow anymore. Oh, I wanted to, yes, I what, wanted what to move to San Francisco. July. It's kind of funny time to run from the snow, Em. Well, I graduated from college mm-hmm. in June. Mm-hmm. And then in July, my mom was away in Italy what for her birthday. Who? What was his name? This, this person you're running away no, from. No, one your funny thing is that my boyfriend at the time actually drove with me halfway. Really? Did he know the plans or did you think you were just going on like a, a week vacation? No, he knew. And I, I was so type A that You I, were? <laughs> I really wanted to work in politics, which uh-huh. is why I moved there. Right. And I love outdoors and camping and hiking and running. But it was the year of the woman, Barbara Boxer, Diane Feinstein, everyone running for politics, I running that year. Over. So I drove. I was like, I have to get a job. I have to get a job. Like, I really was so anal about getting a really good job right. out of college. And I drove there in three days from Michigan. That's funny. Like, people would, like, stop at the parks and, it like, see things. most people three days to get up to Seattle. Yeah, three yeah. days. I was like, I got to get there. I just graduated. I got to get a job. I was so crazy. <laughs> Your poor boyfriend. And then I, um, no, yeah. And then I flew him back to Chicago. I never talked to him again. But. Um, <laughs> did you fly him back? I did fly him back. 21-year-old Emma, how'd you do that? It was, like, a t- one-way ticket to Chicago. And I wanted to thank him for driving with me. Okay, all right. Yeah, Chicago's a cheap place. To, it's a hub. No, I was like, trying right. to be nice. Okay. He yeah. flew with. He it drove. It just seems me. expensive for twenty-one-year-old, no friend Emily driving out to to California. I just thought it was nice because he was actually nice. drove with me mostly to California. I just can't imagine he you had no money, money there. Okay, I didn't, but mm-hmm. 
I was like, well, I'll do that Turn if you drive tricks. with me. Get enough money for a plane? No. I what? Turn a couple tricks? No. No, but that's what I did. It was like 100. Then you could, I don't know. But I, I guess know. I'm trying to think Times how I did different. it. Maybe I could split it. I don't freaking remember. Or maybe my, I don't remember. Maybe you're making is, it up. Maybe if we got him on the phone right now, he's like, fuck that bitch. Rob. I paid for it. No. Okay. So the okay. deal is, I got to, why are we even talking about this? I don't know. I'm it was so fun, sorry. <laughs> I did have sex with him on the way there. You want to hear about that? Um, okay. In the prism? And, oh, dude! I went to Dead Shows <laughs> in the Prism. It was a. I used to go to Grateful dead, shows. dead Shows in the it Prism. It was a. Um. It was a hatchback. I would sleep in the Prism and have sex with my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. But like, make a bed in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was did a lot of things. The, in the prism. squarest car at that uh, festival yes, at that Grateful it Dead was. Festival. It was not a cool car. I didn't know hey, it wasn't man, cool. Hey man, what kind of I car is that? I thought it was that, so cool, man. but I'm not a car person. Like, I don't care if I'm cool or not. I, I can. See. You look really cool in your mini. Tell you that, but it's so old and scratched up. If you look closely, everyone's like, "That's so you," and I'm like, "Yeah," because I'm small. But then it's like a mess. <laughs> the car's a mess. I really would like a new mini. Okay, all right, email but or actually masturbate. What? Oh yeah, no. Here's something I have to tell you all real quick before I get emails. Um, so, um, <laughs> Hustler, you know that I love the Hustler stores. I do workshops there, and I actually have one coming up. Uh, it's the week after the um live show. It's like December eighth or ninth at two zero Wednesday. Not sure yet exactly, but Hustler Hollywood Hollywood stores should be your main destination for the best toys and erotica and sexy lingerie. It's a super cool store. There's like in twelve see if they're near you. They're like in twelve different cities. Um if you use code sex with Emily at checkout when you go to Hustler, you get twenty percent off all your purchases. But now they launched this really killer online site and check out Emily Picks. So every week Every month, I have an Emily Pick page, and it's at HustlerHollywood.com, and you get a 20% dis- uh, discount on your online purchases when you use code EMILY20 at Hustler Hollywood. So all the toys I talk about, check out my Emily Pick this month. If there's a banner on the page, and you'll see it, and I'm all about Lilo's Ina 2, it's called. It's a rabbit vibe, but it is such a cool vibrator because it has all these really cool functions and unique vibrations and stimulation patterns. Like there's all these, the, here's what I'm learning about vibrators in my tone. You're still learning. Oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Sibian dude. Is that there's all these different vibrate like, like some have deep rumbles, some have faster, some are like, oh, you can like make the little rabbit ears stimulate. And this one's really cool because there's so many different ways you can use it and it's great to use with a partner. So go to hustlerhollywood.com, code Emily20, check out the Ina, read about it. I love it. It's a great rabbit vibe and use code Emily20. Also, another favorite bribe, um, Thanksgiving right around the corner, which means talk about what we're grateful for. I'm grateful that the Magic Wand Rechargeable is now rechargeable and unplugged. Uh, it was actually part of my Halloween costume with Stanley. I, saw that. Poor Stan. I was the orgasm fairy yes. and my wand was the Magic Wand. Check it out. What was Stan? He disappeared very early. What do you mean he disappeared? You walk out with him, you got Stan, and then the next thing you know, no, no Stan. Oh, you you're saw just, the video. You're well, wanting I couldn't hold him the whole time. Sex toys. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I just, he just made it. I put a little tutu on him. Okay, so the magic wand it has oh, no cord yeah. and no limits to where you can enjoy it. So I used to have to plug a hole. I used to have to drill a hole into my nightstand, really, so it would say I'm plugged. Now you don't do it anymore. So did that, you really drill the drill a oh, hole? Oh, I did, dude. I had a boyfriend do it at the time. It was yeah. just like five years ago in San Francisco. I was like, do you mind? I just want it plugged in all the time. And then you're like, like, you know what? This drill works just as well. As him? As the thing that you were trying to plug in. So you start using the drill on yourself? No, no, never use a drill. You can put something on the end of it. Um, No, but the new Magic Wand has four brand new vibration patterns, four levels of intensity. Try it all out, and you have to sacrifice any pleasure with the rechargeable. Go to magicwandrechargeable.com and check it out, because it's a good time. (laughs) All right. Thank you for emailing me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I love hearing from you. I love hearing 
where you live, your age, and how you listen to the show. Tell me, why, why are you laughing? I'm still just thinking about you, like, altering your furniture to make sure this thing's plugged in. It was like, no, I don't have nice furniture. It was like something that I got at, like, the thrift it's store. It's kind of an insult to that guy, a little bit. With the guy I was dating? Yeah, I'm, I'm all for, like, people bringing he, he, he in toys. He and I think drill. That, I think that guys who, like, get all, like, uh, offended and, and uh, threatened when a girl wants to bring a toy into the bedroom is ridiculous. But if you're like, hey, make sure this thing's always plugged in by drilling through my freaking furniture. <laughs> I tried to sell it when I moved little... to L.A. And it was like, oh, sorry, there's a hole in the back. <laughs> um, it's just, It was a, not a really nice nightstand. It was like 20 bucks at the flea market. Okay, but I did that. But hey, Emily, so I have this problem with masturbation. I can't do it. And it's not because I'm a prude about it or anything like that. Believe me, I've tried. I just can't make it feel good. I don't know if I've got in my head too much, but I'm, I'm, it's not exciting or good when someone uh, else is touching you. Oh, it's not as exciting or good like when someone else is touching you. It's just myself, so I never really get anywhere. I've been having sex for eight years, but I realize that every time someone asks me what feels good or asks me to show them what, what would feel good, I have no idea. If I can't do it myself, how can I tell or show someone else what I like? You know, what do I do? Sign Lauren. Oh, I'm 28. I live in Pittsburgh and listen to the podcast on my iPhone. I listen to all the older episodes, too. Sometimes I listen to five or six a day. Go Penguins. Oh, my God, Lauren, you rock. Thank you for listening. And I want to help you here, honey. So you totally hit the nail on the head. You can't explain to another person how to make yourself feel good when you don't have the formula down yourself. You just you can't lie about it. You can't whatever because you don't know. And it feels like she's falling into that trap that a lot of women believe someday my prince will come and so will I. It's not going to happen until you figure out what you like and what makes you feel good. But I totally understand that now you've built this up in your head that it's hard for you to get in your room and do it yourself and it doesn't feel good. So let me give you a few tips, okay? First, your homework is to masturbate. I'm going to charge you with that, but I'm going to make it fun for you, okay? I'm going to tell you steps to make it easier. The first thing you have to do is eliminate all distractions, which I actually believe is a huge source of trouble for a lot of couples and individuals who just don't have as much sex as they like. So what I mean by the, as they like, we love multitasking as women. We pride ourselves. We can do five or six activities at once. It's all good. But you need to turn off your cell phone. You need to lock your door if you have roommates. You need to eliminate all the debilitating distractions. Get rid of the papers, the laundry, everything in your room because um, you, you won't be able to relax. So just know that you're – what? You got you to you focus. You, you got to focus. focus. And you can't focus if you're like, is my neighbor coming home I'll, or my roommate coming in? Or if you're a lady, you can't multitask. So you right. got to focus You can't do all these things. Thing. So create a sexy space. The environment has a huge impact on your state of mind. So make sure that your surroundings are like sexy. You know, make a sexy scenario. <laughs> and this is about seducing yourself because that's essentially what you're doing here. You're staging a self-seduction. So again, you remove the clutter, the works, you know, all your work stuff and light some candles. Like think about what you do if a guy was coming over that you wanted your boyfriend, but it's really just you. You deserve all of this. So um, put comfortable sheets on your bed. Oh, by the way, <laughs> speaking of sheets, mm. remember those bowl and branch sheets I talked about a few weeks ago? Yeah, right before I left. Okay, dude. You have them? They're friggin' amazing. Everyone was at my house. My whole team was at my house today. Because we were shooting some videos and we were just working on my home because it was a good time. And I was like, you guys just feel them. They do get softer with every watch. And, and you, they're like, oh, my God. And they all got in my bed. We did a funny Instagram video because they just loved my sheets. All six of the women in my office. I miss that Instagram. <laughs> we haven't posted yet. It was hilarious. Oh. But if you guys, these sheets are awesome. So go to Bowl and Branch. I don't remember what my code is. Maybe it's Emily or something. Get it Because it was really cool. Bowl? 
B O L L and branch and code Emily and I love them. So, so anyway, get a glass of wine and then you have to th- turn yourself on. So just getting them in, okay, I'm here. Fine. I lit some candles. You have to think erotic thoughts. Now, Anderson, this might come as a surprise for you, to you, but a lot of women have a hard time fantasizing. I'm well aware. Okay, you are. So a lot of women are like, I don't fantasize. I don't know what makes me feel good. So this is part of your homework. Porn, great way. A lot of men and women, you know, use porn. So just start, you know, surfing around, seeing what, what turns you on. If that makes you feel uncomfortable, you can just start to fantasize and think about, like, it's an important skill to cultivate. You can start by just thinking about, you know, what was a time, you know, peruse your own spank bank, your own memories to make your own spank bank. What was a time that you were really turned on? Can you think of it like the best sex you had and why and how it felt? Like, get yourself into that mindset. So start thinking about it. could be You could read erotica. You can listen to erotica. I mean, I'm not sure. We all get turned on in different ways. So do that. Also, if you need to buy some toys, I talk about great toys on the show, and you just got to make sure that you're de-stressed. You can take a shower. Then you have to start to touch yourself, okay? And breathe. Oh, also, also one thing is breathing. Breathe. Stress is a huge killer of our sex drive and a reason why you might not be getting yourself into the bedroom. So do a few deep breaths. A lot of times we hold our breath when we're masturbating, so just breathe. And then if your hands aren't doing it, again, Adam, get a toy. Use lube. What? Drink some more. I'm all. I, I can feel you need water. You're getting so worked up with this, this advice. You're like thirsty, like a boxer, like a prized fighter. I am so thirsty. It's hot in here too. Well, that's because you're in here. And I forgot to breathe, but I didn't breathe. Every time Emily comes in here, the first thing she does is crank the heat. I know it's Every so time. cold usually. So you want to also experience. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out here. One more thing I want to tell you is that you really want to experiment. First of all, use lube. I don't know if you use lube when you masturbate. It is so important that you just start like touching your body all over. Practice with different, you know, pressures with your fingers and your clitoris and your breast. Go fast, go slow, do circles, do your labia. I mean, just like play around. And you all, if you've been listening to the show, you've heard the story about my friend who spent 30 days trying to have an orgasm every single night for 30 days. And it wasn't until like day 26 that she finally had one. So, this might happen, not happen right away. So don't think of this as like, it didn't happen, I'm done. Just like anything that's worth happening in life, it takes work. And she had a shampoo bottle up her butt when that happened. No, she right? did not. No? So Lauren, this is what I'm saying. Ease into it. Here's a new plan for you. Don't get stressed out by it. Create all these ways to de-stress and have a good time. Let me know how it goes. Hey, she can also like lay in her hand until it goes to sleep. And then it doesn't feel like her own hand, so it'll feel like somebody I've else. I've heard that. That's such a that's for dudes. No, but she said work. she doesn't like it if it's her own hand touching. Her. Use a vibrator. Might. Yeah. There's so many great vibes. Jesus. Okay. Hi, Emily. My name is Amber. I'm 26 from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hey. Was, they're both from Pittsburgh, no? Different names, I hope. Yeah, totally. This is Amber. Pittsburgh. That's, that's my team. That's my city. Pittsburgh. Go Penguins. Go Penguins. I got a tattoo with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm a you another massive t- fan. Dude, this whole show is about your tattoos. I know. I, w- I would cuddle with, with Sidney Crosby. You really? don't know who that is, but I do. No. And I love him. Oh, you and do? So does like Amanda. how I love Stanley? Yeah. Okay. Um, my name is Amber, 26, Pittsburgh. Listen to your podcast via iTunes. I found your podcast a few months ago. I'm a huge fan, and I've been bringing through, uh, binging on episodes ever since. I've been dating my wonderful current boyfriend seven months now. We have the same pretty high sex drive, enjoying sex four to time te- four to ten times each week. Plus additional solo masturbation. Four to ten. That's quite a range. I know. Sometimes when we're having sex, he'll hit that perfect sweet spot and then have to change his momentum or angle. I asked him about this, and he said it's because to him it hits his sweet spot, too, so he adjusts himself so he doesn't come. 
I get that, and I'm appreciative as our sex lasts a perfect amount of time for me, and he always works to get me off, but in the moment, it can be so frustrating. And what girl doesn't want multiple orgasms? Is there anything we can do to keep him moving on that delightful track without orgasming, or should I suck it up and be happy for what I have? Thank you, Emily. You're amazing. I love listening. You've already improved my sex life more than you'll ever know, Amber. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, I want to add one more thing. Mm. How have I also, when I asked you guys earlier um, to submit your favorite memories, let me know how I helped your sex life. Because people are saying I change it. Like, give me one specific thing. How I changed yeah, it. Yeah, like, even with it. Amanda. I don't know how you changed it. Yeah, people always life. say that. I'm like, I want to know. Yeah. Okay. So, I love hearing from you, Amber. Sounds like you have a really healthy sex life. You're both getting what you need. I totally get what you're saying about multiple O's because what girl doesn't want that? And Anderson, you get this, right? There's probably certain spots. I don't have multiple O's. No, no but there's certain places, spots, positions where you know you're going to orgasm. I'm a married man. Oh, dude, so freaking annoying. Yeah, guys so, have all sorts of tricks to uh, clamp down. And, right. And so this is what he. Relax. This is about him. Sometimes okay? they just stop and go get a sandwich. I mean, you should I feel know, lucky. Seriously. No, what, no, she should feel lucky. Yeah, a little bit. That I mean, he's not actually just ceasing the the entire activity and. Going to watch Sports Center for a while she's and then coming back. She's not complaining, but what she's saying is, what can we do so when he gets? Do you guys all understand the, the Coke question on here? the penis? I always say that. Just stop that. No. So he gets to her sweet spot, which is his sweet spot, and then he stops. Yeah, he because wants to come it'll yet. it'll be done. I get it, but here's how he can learn to not come, so she can have multiple orgasms. Mm. But he has to do this. This I, is I'm, all I'm, on him. I'm actually all ears. I would love to hear okay. your advice on this. First of all, he has to breathe outside the bedroom. This is all practices. He's probably doing shallow breathing, which is what a lot of guys do during sex. So when he does like a form of meditation breath that he can, but this thing he has to practice, he can control the arousal and tension that leads to ejaculation. But he has to practice it outside the bedroom, which is deep, full breathing. And while he's doing that, the breathing, he should try the stop-start method. Mm-hmm. During masturbation, he brings himself close to orgasm, like, you know, the point of no return where he's about to orgasm, right. and then he stops. So he recognizes his ejaculatory control levels. He's on the precipice. Mm-hmm. So he can learn how to control ejaculation. Um, also, the squeeze method. During intercourse, one of you can squeeze the base of his penis mm-hmm. at the exact point that he's st- with the stop-start technique that he learned. And when he's at the brink of orgasm, this will reduce him, like reduce his erection through squeezing. Reduces. What? He's going to go a little This will little reduce, flaccid. yeah, his erection. Mm-hmm. He won't get flaccid, but he also will not ejaculate. Well, then he won't be hitting her in the right spot either if he's all floppy in there. Well, he can just be hard enough. Maybe he'll get hard right after uh, he comes, okay? okay? You let go or maybe it's right before, right. okay? Kegel exercises. I can't emphasize this enough. <laughs> I mean, really, how much do I love Kegel exercises? On a daily basis, he could do it five minutes a day. He could download my app, Kegel Camp, so he doesn't forget. When these muscles become stronger, and they do, it just takes like a month of doing them every day, mm-hmm. he can squeeze them during intercourse, and that will stop him from ejaculating. God. But, dude... This is stuff that Amber he's going to have to do without you. you I be- feel bad for this dude. I, I he cuz she's going to come at him with all these things and like hey Emily says you have to do this and Emily says you have to do that and like it's all on him. He's got so much work he's got to do now. But here's the thing Amber, why don't you why, girl, here's the thing. You guys are having a lot of sex. Why don't you guys engage in some mutual masturbation? Cuz to me Taking sex off the table for a while is really hot. So you're really going to want it the next day if you don't have sex this one day. So then you guys can mutually masturbate where you masturbate and he masturbates. But while you're masturbating and watching each other, which is really hot, he's doing his deep breathing stop, start, kegel exercises for five, ten minutes. Make it fun. (laughs) That's like going to the gym. Tell him to do it when he's driving in the car. Say, every time you're a traffic light, do him. Now, I'm telling you guys, this is not easy. Guys, don't. No one sticks to it. And that's why it's really hard to help men with premature ejaculation. He's not that. This is not his problem. But... 
anytime you've just set a new routine like this, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Even if you just three days a week, though, there'll be a difference. So that's the only way this is going to happen here. It's a test, or you too. just or like Anderson thinks that you might be being selfish, but I totally understand. I'm not what saying, you're saying selfish. I'm just saying that it seems like the poor kid's got a lot of homework. All of a sudden, hey, it's a test too, Amanda. If he doesn't do these uh, all this homework that he's being assigned, he, he doesn't like you. Well, he does like you because I dated a guy for a while who was a premature way too long, who was a premature ejaculator, and he and we read that book, Multi Orgasmic Man, which is like a great book. Which you is guys actually like, write it, read it aloud to each other. Here's the problem: he bought it. He went uh-huh. to see a therapist. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, and he never did for like a year. Yes, it, did. it was like 10 years ago, yeah. but I was like, okay, this is not gotten better. And he was a premature, premature ejaculator in the sense of like a minute man. Okay. But I dated him for a really long time because I really liked him and he pleased me. And at the time well, I did. Refractory period though. Was that, was that bad too? Did it take a while? To... All of it. Oh, bad times. The whole thing. You get like a minute a day if you're lucky. If I was lucky, wow. then I just stopped having sex. So what I'm saying is, I, but I got Emily. frustrated that, but I, I think the thing is, that's why it was a good point. They could do it together. Like, you know what I mean? You know what, Amber? You should be doing your Kegel exercises as well because then you'll also be able to have multiple orgasms in your own way that are a lot easier because Kegel exercises help with that yeah. as well. As a guy who can be considered lazy at times, especially with this kind of stuff, uh, I would approach him with, hey, I Let's got something together. for you and something for me. We're both going to do yeah. these things. And I got to tell you, and again, not to push Kegel camp, but I'm just because whatever, but I know a lot of couples who do it together and they actually compete because there's 20 levels to Kegel Camp and you got to move through each level. And I have a friend of mine who's in a relationship and he and his girlfriend would send me the screenshots like who got to level four or level five. So that could be like a fun thing for you guys to do together. Uh-huh. And then you'll you'll both be having What happens when you get to the new level? Is there like little Yeah, there's little things or, that happen yeah. and you got to level 20. It's hard, but you realize you've like kegels of steel. Like I said, I do. I can start a hammer. I can drill my own things into the wall. With- <laughs> you don't need that. Well, we talked about you doing maybe some pottery with uh, and then selling. I it. do pot. I walk Stanley actually. No, with his leash and, and my kegels <laughs> and your kegs uh, separated. That was his favorite walk, actually. Uh, we have time for one more email before uh, I'm going to shut you down here. Okay. Why is my nose stuffy? Because it's hot in here. I don't know what's going on, man. Why? I, I'm still. It's like seven in the morning where I'm from right now. I'm <laughs> half okay. asleep. Emily. I've never really enjoyed receiving oral sex and much prefer penetration. There's only been a few occasions where I really enjoyed it enjoyed it, and maybe once or twice orgasmed by it, and those were years ago. Now, my current partner wants to get better at it and finally make me orgasm via oral, but we're a bit stuck. I just never enjoy it. Any tips, Fiona? Okay, here's the thing, Fiona. Not every sex act is for every person. You might just not like it. And many women who are multi-orgasmic don't actually enjoy oral. But assuming that's not the case, because they're too sensitive. Um, but before I start providing tips for your partner on how to improve his skills, it sounds like you need to work on improving her receiving skills. But first you said if she is multi-orgasmic, which is very or very likely the case, then that's, it's just never going to be good for her, right? You might never like it. you got to right. be clear about that. Yeah, I'll be clear that some women... Right. Don't it just is it's uncomfortable. Just it's too sensitive. Too sensitive. Too much. But I'm gonna assume that's not the case. But you're gonna but assume if it is, moving forward right, for this exactly. advice. But if that is the case, then that's fine. No problem. Just tell them you can't do it. Right. Do other things. Um but you have to start re- enjoying receiving. So if you go into anything like sexual or otherwise with the mindset of like, I don't like it, it's never been good for me, guess what's gonna happen? You're still not gonna like it and you're still not gonna wanna do it. So it's important to approach it with an open mind and treat it more like a sensual act than like your sensual act that, and then you're like troubleshooting the problems you had in the past. So learn how to relax in the moment. So this is about breathing, taking your attention, like what you're feeling in your body and not thinking about 
I'm not going to like it. I don't like this. When's it going to be over? So hmm. just like relax, chill, breathe, and let him do his thing. Now, some tips for him. He got he has to warm you up. I'm sorry, but the anticipation is the best, sometimes the best part about sex. So don't go right for clitoris. This is for your boyfriend. You can tell him this too. Warm her up. Like massage her inner thighs, rub her, give her, you know, give her a massage all over around the clitoris. Don't go right to the clitoris. Women are very different. But, you know, when you indirectly stimulate it or when you wait to stimulate it, like rub her over her underwear, leave it on. Women like the sensation of the fabric on their skin. It feels amazing. She might need 10 minutes. But if you guys are just starting on this oral sex track and he's gung-ho about it, why not take these minutes to get warmed up and go slow? Guys need to go five times slower than they think they do, okay? So unless she tells you differently, start out slowly. Tongue. Once you start licking the clitoris, start off really softly and focus on the clitoral hood. You know where the clitoral hood is, right? It's 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 um it's not the clitoris. It's like right above the clitoris. It's the part you pierce. What? It's the part part that you pierce. Exactly. You can alternate between wide licks, small licks across the clit. And again, every woman is different. Make sure it's moist. Oh, don't please don't say that (laughs) word. Um, Yeah. So, and also don't like, you want, you might want to use your fingers. You want to rub the labia. Remember the clitoris has four inches of roots, legs. There's clitoral legs that extend behind the labia. Payback for my moist comment. Yeah. yeah. I hate when you're talking about the legs. The legs, the clitoris, the clitoris. And 4,000 nerve endings. Maybe there's like a G8000. There might be a G spot. Thing you could do with your fingers going inside. A lot of women, though, want to have the clitoral orgasm first. And here's the other thing. If you have a vibrator that you like, you could use a little clitoral vibe as well as his tongue just to kind of get into it, Fiona, if that feels good for you. Like, he could be licking your labia and he, you could be having on your clitoris or vice versa. So don't be afraid to play with toys and use lube and just try different things. Make this fun. Don't make this like homework and a task. This is a good time because you might learn to love it. I'm telling you, you never stop learning about sex and having better sex because... That just keeps happening to me all the time, and I never thought I could have better sex. And just in the last month, I've had the best sex. What? Really? Yeah. Why don't you lead with that, Em? It's called oh. sex with Emily for fuck's sake. I'm actually. And you were telling me just what? before the show, actually, that your guy was gone for a couple weeks. This is right before he left, and I, I was telling you that I actually um, missed Stanley last night. Yeah. More than the guy. And then the guy, guy came listen. back. And He's back tonight. I haven't you're seen like, him yet. Oh, great! But I miss Stanley, <laughs> which bodes well for the relationship. I must. No, say. I'm really excited to see him. He's been out of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I actually I'm going to get to that in a minute. My best sex because it kind of ties into something at the end. But first, because you're right, I can't just drop that. Okay, you guys, thank you. That's a great show, Anderson. What? It's just, it's like you've been having the best sex of your life. Well, in the I last, talked about you've been this... doing this show for ten effing years. Best sex of your life in the last month, and you're like, oh, afterthought. Yeah. No, well, I the told you, I told you what I've learned with the Sibian. I guess I didn't really get into it, but it's pretty friggin' amazing. Like I used it with Ross. Is that what we're calling him? Well, that's his name. Oh, he was on really? my show. Well, we had a show called "Guess Who's Having Sex with Emily," and uh-huh. it was the first time it was released when you were gone. It, it was the first there were like time. Three or four. People. It wasn't while I was gone, by the way. It was, it was right before you left. Yes. It was the first time. Did you have three or four people on there to like? You know, they had to guess who, which one was. No, the one? it was just Ross. Oh, that's and, how you should have done it. You know what I mean? Like, guess which one of My next boyfriend, these... I'll do that. Yeah, you need to dump him immediately so we can do this, like, in six months. Because that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Let's yeah. do that next. So I think that he, um, but we talked about the Sibian. You... Mm-hmm. What was I saying? Oh, it was called Guess Who's Having Sex with, Sex with right. Emily. You could check it out on iTunes. It was a great show, I thought. But we talked about, like, using the Sibian together because I was like, how am I, you know, and just, like, watching him watching me, the foreplay, and, like, the different 
just the way your body can feel all these different sensations that I've never felt before. And um, my orgasms are stronger, but it's mostly due to my Kegel exercises, why they're stronger. And I'm going to get into that in a moment towards the end. I promise I will tell you all. But right now, I want to say one more thing is that... Um, we need interns. We're looking for social media marketing interns. If you've got social media marketing experience, you're looking to further your skills, we want to hear from you. You can apply at internships.com or intern match. We only want Los Angeles or OC applicants. Sorry, no remote interns at this time. So check it out. Or email us feedback at sexfamily.com. We get a lot of people who want to like intern us, intern for us who live out of state, and we just need people in the office because shit's going off. And And it's a good freaking time. You could just lie in my bed on my sheets. Um, thank you, Anderson. Thank you, Em. Yeah. It was good, good to, to see you. Again. And um, anything new with Film Vault? I know you went to see a movie at 10 a.m. because you were jet lagged. Oh, my but God, yeah. Are you going to talk about it on the Film Vault? Peak. No, I'm going to talk about Crimson Peak next week. I'm a little bit behind on everything. I saw no movies when I was in Europe. No time to see movies Well, that's good. You were in the cobblestone streets. Uh, but, yeah, new Film Vault this week. Uh, I think it was pretty good. One top five weaselly characters, like undermining, conniving characters. So, uh, Bob Brian and I had fun with that one. And... Uh, I had some kind of embarrassing movies that I talked about that I saw like on the plane and whatnot. It was a little bit of a different episode. That's I, funny. I saw movies that I would never normally never them. watch. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Okay, the thank you. And I do After Disaster. After Disaster, uh, that one we're going to be smoking Cuban cigars in my backyard talking all about the European trip. And I, I, all I'm going to do is bitch Can I about come all on the, the After Disaster? Do you yeah, absolutely. Oh, Whenever really? you want. Yeah. I love you guys. Okay, good. I'll check it out. Thank you, Anderson. And um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, I'm going to get into why I'm having better orgasms. (laughs) Here's the deal. Okay, I've been talking about the intensity, right? It's um, it's the it's the exerciser. It is a kegel exerciser. Okay, so it is looks like a rabbit vibe, but it actually does your kegel exercises for you. Now, I told you I have an app called Kegel Camp, and I've had it for four years, and I really was good when I first got it, just like anything. That's why I felt for Amber and her boyfriend, because it's like it's hard to stick with something. Every day, it's time for Kegel Camp. I wasn't doing it. So this product has changed my sex life, because what happens is it. I lie in my bed for 10 minutes a day. It's so relaxing. I literally like sit and meditate. I don't even, I use the vibrator after if I want to have an orgasm, but you you put it inside you. It uses electrostimulation, which sounds really weird, but it doesn't hurt at all. And it's massaging your, it's like it contracts your vaginal muscles. And so it gets the blood flowing again. And so it perfectly targets your G-spot and your clitoris while you use it. And you can get it so it, you can um, use the inflation button. So it, it perfectly fits snugly against your muscles. You can tell how to use it. And it combines pleasure with pelvic floor toning. And it improves your overall sexual satisfaction. So I used it every single day for a month, like religiously, which again is really hard for me to stick to a new routine. And I, my kegels, I'm not just joking, are the strongest they've ever been that I had this crazy orgasm during intercourse that I've never, I've never experienced this kind of blended. And because I was using my kegels because they're so strong right now, I was squeezing them in a way that I, I've squeezed them before, Anderson. Poor Ross. <laughs> Poor Ross. Are you freaking kidding me? Ross is like, yeah, I did this. And now if, he's, if he hears this. Oh, sorry, this, Ross. You did. No, he's so uh-huh. hot. It's all about the kegel fucking exercise. I'm sorry it was. So 
it's just change it. And also, I have to say, when he did go down on me once I, and use his fingers, which I typically don't like, this is like way more information, that also gave me a killer other kind of orgasm because the muscles are so strong that affect that, that also Im- impacts your ability to have a G-spot orgasm. This is not BS. This is like, I can't. And the fact that I don't even have to do them, I just lie there or something in my vagina and it does it, like the intensity. Go to pormoi.com, P-O-U-R-M-O-I. Um, dot com and check it out because it's freaking crazy. Oh, and if you want to know more about it, you're like, what the hell is she talking about? On my website, there's Sex Toy Review Intense and Unplugged is what it's called. Also, the flashlight. Let me just tell you real quick. You've heard me talk about it. It's amazing. It's a male masturbation sleeve. Well, now they have the Quick Shot. It's smaller. It's an open-ended male masturbation around the size of a hand. It's geared towards a new kind of self-pleasure. It still has the patented super skin material, but the quick shot is smaller, easier to handle, and requires less cleanup. So you can use it solo or with a partner to take hand jobs and blow jobs to the next level. So it's a great way to get your partner involved in the fun. So there's no end. like So you can just ejaculate into her mouth while she's giving you a hand job or blow job. So it like, fits in her hand. It's the coolest thing ever. They told me about it months ago. I was like, what? The clit shot? But it's the quick shot. It's awesome. So no matter if you use the regular flashlight or the quick shot, you'll be on your way to mind-blowing orgasms. Go to sexwithemily.com, click on the flashlight banner, use code Emily, and get a free bottle of their award-winning flesh lube. Thanks for listening. Love you.